Hi everyone, I'm Carla. And I'm Lanes. And together, we're the Aft Deck. Where each week we recap an episode of Bravo's hit reality TV show, Below Deck. Tonight we're talking about Below Deck Season 10, Episode 6, There's No Crying in Yachting. Part 2. Which is weird because there's no Part 1. That's what I thought. Yeah. So in this episode, Ben goes up against Gigi in a Grand Slam event and she beats his ass. Camille becomes a red beacon on Captain Sandy's radar. And Ross gets slippy and very sloppy in the spa. He certainly does. It's the second day of charter and it's the morning. And everyone's really happy. Mm -hmm. Except Tony. Oh, Tony. Tony has a pain in his ball sack. (laughs) And it's not literal because in Spanish they have this saying that's like, no rompas mis pelotas, which is like, don't break my balls, Sandy. So Sandy is breaking his balls because of his schedule. He doesn't want to do it anymore. He doesn't want that new watch schedule. No, he wants to work out during the morning and not in the middle of the day. Exactly, it's too hot for him. Come on, Tony. It's pain in his balls. Haley's on breakfast and something weird happens at the table. Gigi asks Haley, do you want to see my gold medal? To which I say, do we carry our gold medals, Lanes? Would you take it on a holiday? Have you got a special satchel that you're keeping them in? No, I'd leave it in my safe. In your bank vault. <laughs> it's not such a bank <laughs> vault as such. So Haley has a little fondle of Gigi's medallions. And Fraser is looking for a tennis and tequila location for later on. And Tony's still cursing in Spanish. Camille smacks her head really hard on the laundry, the dryer in the laundry, and Fraser's really happy with her progress. He reckons the laundry's looking pretty good. Looking pretty schmick. That's what I was going to say, schmicko. Schmicko. (laughs) But then her good run comes to a sharp end. Oh, yes. There's another broken glass in the stew pantry. She can't be that clumsy. Ah, uh, well, we see it, don't we? We see like her dropping multiple glasses. The issue is she tries to put the glass in the regular bin again. Mm. And Alyssa says, no, Boo, we don't put glass in there. We've had lots of talks about this. Boo is as bad as calm down. <laughs> when The way that she says it. Yeah, very patronising. Yeah, so I wanted to say sorry, Phrase, because last ep... We said you should have pulled her up on that stabby glass in the bin, and you probably did. Every well, they day. say we've had lots of talks about that. Yeah, Fraser has left explaining the day to Alyssa and Haley, and then stops mid sentence to tell Alyssa how beautiful she looks, which is weird. That's I mean, what I she thought. Does look beautiful, but that would be weird for me. Yeah, and I thought that he was buffering from the little incident that they just had. He's like, that was awkward, so what I'm going to do now is make sure Alyssa feels good and tell her she's beautiful. That's exactly what he did. Which is annoying because she is. (laughs) (laughs) Captain Sandy comes up and chats with Alyssa. Yeah, and she says to Alyssa about Camille, look, I get it. I get the lack of effort and Alyssa takes it three steps further and starts crying and says, it's not about the effort, Captain Sandy. It's actually the attitude that's killing me. (laughs) She's faking that. So Captain Sandy's like, oh, God, there's something fucking else that I've got to deal with. She's got to see Camille in action and not just take her word for it. And she says, look, I'm sorry, Alyssa. Leave it with me. I'll take care of it. She's on a radar. A big blip. So she then goes to Camille and says, Listen, when someone asks you to do something, that's your job. 
Don't have an attitude about it. Apologize to Alyssa for your crappy attitude. Just do it. And does she? Well, she does. What does but she say? Camille asked Captain Sandy, but, you know, for what exactly? <laughs> like, why am I saying sorry? Like, she honestly doesn't know why she needs to apologize. She thinks she's absolutely fine. Like, she's cruising along. She's doing her job. It's all hunky-dory. Why am I saying sorry? So, Tony... Ben, Fraze, and Haley are setting up for the guest lunch. Haley's melting. She says gingers shouldn't be in the sun. She's worried she's going to evaporate. Join a super yacht, they say. Have a glamorous lifestyle, they say. More like a cankle and a sweaty tit rash. <laughs> I've had cankles. I've had sweaty tit rashes. You've got to have <laughs> you got to have boobs to feel the boob rash. I'll oh, tell all you. right, show off. <laughs> Tony and Ben are having a quick. A quickie. <laughs> Tony and Ben are having a quick hit of tennis before the guests arrive. And what's Ben wearing? Green and gold, Aussie tennis headband. Yes. He's rocking the Aussie, Aussie, Aussie bands and little wristy, sweaty bands too. What do you call them? Sweatbands. On the wrist? They're sweatbands. Headbands, sweatbands. Sweatbands. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just warming up. And then one of them, who was it? Ben. It was Ben. Slams the tennis ball into the gonads of the cameraman and he is down. Poor Vinny. So Tony's not the only one with a real pain in the balls this episode. No. So they're all cacking, laughing, Vinny's down. It's obviously not part of the show, but they put it in because it was funny. But why do men always laugh at other men when they get hit in the balls? I always laugh too. They know how saw that is, how much pain they get in, and then mm. they still laugh at them. Like if you were in pain, I'd be like, are you okay? They see someone get hit in the balls and they're pissing themselves laughing. Mm, I would probably laugh. Well, we would laugh because it's a man. No, if you were in pain, <gasps> I would probably laugh. <laughs> My other friends wouldn't. <laughs> Only if it was funny. <laughs> if I've been hit in the vagine really hard... What are you turning your vagina into, like, a tagine that starts with feet for? Because <laughs> vagine sounds better. <laughs> Tagines are kind of cold and clammy, though, aren't they? Not this one. <laughs> She's hot. <laughs> I've never had a hot tagine. Oh. <laughs> You've never had my hot vagine. Oh, okay. So Camille goes and apologises to Alyssa. Because she wants to move forward on a positive note. I thought that this was real. I actually believed her. Oh, I think it sounds very sincere. Alyssa takes the apology but then says, well, now I want to see some action. And your ass needs spanking. Yeah. Oh. The guests are calling Ben Rafa. He does look like him. He actually does. They do a side-by-side between Ben and Rafa and they, they could be brothers. They could. And he's keeping up with Gigi. Well, I think she's letting him. Yeah. She lets him keep up, then she lets him get a bit cocky, and then she slams his ass. Yeah. And I she think, actually starts to play. <laughs> I think, but yeah. How's their lunch? They love it. Yum. Amazing. Tomahawk. Oh. Tomahawk surf and turf. Crab legs, salsa, guacamole, salad. Hungry. Hungry, hungry. hippo. <laughs> I'm hungry now. <laughs> then they finish lunch, they head back to the boat and Tony's taking them through some snorkeling and then all of a sudden someone in the ocean is screaming, help. Well, I thought these guests, these guests are so 
chill and so lovely and not demanding that everyone thinks it's some freaking joke. After the fourth screaming of help, I wouldn't have taken it as a joke. Tony paddles out and she's totally chill. What's happened to her? Jellyfish. Jellyfish. Have you ever been stung by jellyfish, Lance? No, but blue bottles. Which are jellyfish? Are they? <laughs> what? Lanes. What? Blue bottles are jellyfish. <laughs> From the family? Yeah. Yeah, but they're not a jellyfish. Yes, they are. They're a blue bottle. Jellyfish. They have long tentacles. And a slimy body. Much longer than a jellyfish. So tell me about the time that you got stung by a jelly blue bottle. <laughs> we are now on Patreon. Woo-hoo. We have two tiers, so now you can support the show and reap some great benefits. At the Green Stew tier, for just $2 a month, you'll get a shout-out on the show ad-free episodes, early release episodes, so one day early, access to our Patreon account where you can message us and chat privately all things below deck with our community, and you can send us all your questions and we'll chat about them on the show. At the Chiefs Stew tier, for $5 per month, you'll receive all the benefit of the Green Stews with a weekly bonus episode of exclusive content where we'll chat all things Bravo and below deck, what the crew are up to, what's happening on the socials, behind the scenes, and some of our content that we don't include in the main feed. For various reasons. <laughs> <laughs> to support us on Patreon, just click on the link in the show notes or go to www.patreon.com forward slash the aft deck. Very young out in the ocean and then just stinging everywhere. It was all over me Mm. and it was really long. It was just, it wrapped all the way around me. And what, were they using vinegar back then or pee? Can't remember. I think it was vinegar. You've literally got to pull them off. Yeah. Find the tentacles and pull them off. I do know that mum was then stung as she was getting all that off off me. Yep. What about (laughs) those stinger suits that you have to wear? I've worn that at Whitehaven. Yeah. You gotta wear stinger suits because we have those deadly irukandji. Mm. And they kill you. Those jellyfish are the size of your pinky nail. You can't even see them. That's correct. That's why you gotta wear a full suit. Have you ever tried well you have. You have. You have oh, tried I to have get made. into one oh, of those. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of the time that we went to Barfland. <laughs> <laughs> should we tell the story? I don't think we've told it. I think we should tell the story. So where were we? 1770. We're on a holiday in 1770, this majestic place in Queensland, and we catch this boat to where? Lady, Lady Musgrave. Lady Musgrave Island. Yeah. Minutes into the journey. Boatload full of tourists. Someone heaves. And it was like a wave the next table and the next table and the next table. And the, the staff just knew. They were coming around with bags and buckets <laughs> and they were just like slopping vomit <laughs> off the table into these big old buckets and using bare hands. On the tables we then ate our food at. It was one of the worst boat experiences I've ever had. It was disgusting. We called it the Vomitron. Everyone was green and my family got to the very end before Not me. nothing happened and then all of a sudden there was like this 
milk vomit all over the table. <laughs> Projectiled everywhere. And you're very proud of the fact that no one of your family actually vomited. That's right. We, See, don't, we don't get seasick. You get a gold star. Thank you. <laughs> I may not have known that the blue bottle was a jellyfish, <laughs> yeah. but we're sea people. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> so tonight's dinner is Indian, which Rachel loves. She studied Ayurvedic medicine and Indian food, and she's really looking forward to serving it up. Mm. Sandy's in the bridge, chilling out. No, okay, Sandy's in the bridge doing captain shit. Camille this was weird. pops in and says, oh, hey, Sandy, just checking on you, seeing what you're doing, <laughs> just seeing if you like your setup up here. I'm just getting a breather. Captain says, well, look, Camille, why don't you go take a rest while you can? Because she says, every time I turn a corner, someone's tasking me. Mm. And actually, Captain says the best line of the, <laughs> this, this is what the uh, episode should be called, because she says, you need to be tasked really hard till you adjust the attitude. Rachel's asking where Camille is, because she needs to take some silverware out of the gully. So Rachel gets on the radio and calls for her to come back to do that. And Camille says that Captain Sandy put her on a 30-minute break. You saw us. So... so uh, I'll do it when I get back. And then Captain Sandy jumps on and says, uh, don't throw me under the bus, Camille. I said you can take a break if you're not needed. Rachel's like, that's 10-4. This is awkward <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> and then this sends Camille into a spiral. Oh, does it what? She's crying. She just knows she's becoming undone, but how much does Alyssa love it? Mm. Captain basically says to Camille, you need a schedule. I'm going to make it happen. But... I need to see you work without fresh-mouthing. So Cap calls a meeting and puts Camille on interior full-time, tells Fraze to give her a schedule and that Captain will help on deck. Ross is happy. Everyone's happy except for Fraser. But Fraser's livid. You can feel it steaming off him. He's unhappy that she went to Captain Sandy and not communicated with him first. Yes, and she's sassy and he's pissed. He basically says, <clears throat> fuck off. Yeah, he does. But I was just going to talk about something there. She's completely different with him than her interactions with Sandy. She doesn't give a shit about him, and he is her boss. So she's like, you can't tell me to not see my captain. I can go off and see my captain whenever I want. Yeah, she has no concept of the hierarchy. The guests are beginning to seat at the dinner table, and Captain Sandy is joining them this evening. And Rachel pulls off an exceptional meal, which I would eat all of. I got really hungry when she was bringing all that food out. Mm. And she feels like she's pleasing Captain. Her boat mummy's happy. Oh, there's lots of oohs and ahs. Captain Sandy, you can see, just goes Rachel, ping, straight to the top of the leaderboard. <laughs> she's her fave. She can rely on Rachel. Yeah. She's like. And now we all want curry. Tick. And papadums. Oh, my God. I like how she served them. Yes. In a, a toasting. A toasting thing, thing that just had them standing up. <laughs> The guests ask Captain Sandy, why is there always someone on watch? And I found this really interesting. I didn't know this, but then again, I didn't know that Blue Bottle was a jellyfish. Um, so remember the Titanic, she says, and when the captain signs off and he leaves, he leaves the bridge, he leaves watch. And ever since that day, they changed the law and you have to have a 24-hour watch on a boat. Right. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Watch for the icebergs. Yeah. Which, if you're sailing... Wouldn't you watch? No, don't. I don't think you should say that <laughs> because I think there's a big, big old movie. <laughs> we just talked about it. I'm just saying. 
It's not like... I think that mistake's been made. (laughs) (laughs) We see a touching exchange between Camille and Ben. I know. He says, I know you've had a hard day, but I'm glad you've been given some direction. I think Sandy's great. I really like her. He's so kind and he's so thoughtful in every, with everyone and in every interaction he he has. He's always thinking of someone else. Mm. And she sits in the captain's chair. Yeah. Would you do that? Never. You wouldn't have a little sneaky sit? No way. I'd be too scared of getting caught. Would you not just have a little quick sit? No. I think they're allowed to sit in the chair when they're on watch. Okay. Maybe you should be a captain of a super yacht. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't even like driving a ute. <laughs> <laughs> it's too big. So Ross switches up the schedules and puts Tony back on earlies and Ben on lates. Everyone on deck is happy again. Happy workers are good workers. Rachel's happy. Sandy's happy. Yeah. Deck's happy. Yes. Well, Alyssa's cleaning up the bar that Camille should have done while she was patting Ben in the captain's chair, and then they're off again. Another fight. Camille said that she's going to make her quit, and Alyssa's like, well, we wouldn't mind. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't mind. She's so rude. She's just like that <sighs> older sister that's like, Digging it, poking her in the ribs, poking the bear. Yeah. Uh, but Camille is now pleading with her to stop and she's choking up. She's like, just stop. Yeah. Like, it's enough. Doesn't stop, though. But Camille could just turn around and walk out and go get some fresh air. She doesn't have to keep coming back for more. No. They both can't stop. They're both as bad as each other. It's 5 a.m. Tony's working out. He's back to his normal shedge. Six o'clock, alarms are going off and coffee's no getting on. No pain in the balls this morning, ladies. No pain in the balls, but maybe for Vinny. Rachel hates everyone and chats to Fraser about what they're going to wear tonight. Why does Rachel hate everyone? She just says, I hate everyone tonight. (laughs) Just her usual morning call. She doesn't say good morning. She says, I hate everyone. I hate everyone. Yeah, and the guests have brekkie, they pack, and they give Sandy a big old fat envelope. Oh, it's heavy. The envelope's heavy. 31K. 2,384 per person. For two days. Tony's speaking Spanish again. He's crazy happy. (laughs) What was that? <laughs> what accent was that? I don't know, but I think Tony it was a bit Scottish. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Scots would. <laughs> They're so headed out with their wad of money. Fraser is in linen. Lanes, in my notes, in bold blue, it says, Mummy is always in linen, Lanes. So he's in a white linen shirt and his green trousers, as promised, to match Rachel. They look superb. She's in a Dorothy green dress. Oh. It is stunning. She looks so beautiful. Oh, my God, her red hair and that dress. We've talked about the fact that she was a Victoria's Secret model. Yeah, she's beautiful and amazing. But I love it how she can wear a beautifully tailored dress like tonight's and then in another episode she's with a visor that looks like she's got it from Holy Moly. (laughs) With a huge shirt. Male Hawaiian shirt, just Still looks hot. Yeah, and a green visor, yeah. So Rachel says that Lee is like her dad Mm -hmm. and he's a mentor to her, but she's saying how awesome it is to work for a female boss and one who works her butt off. And Katie also adds in that Sandy is helping them be better people and better people in the yacht world. So Katie's really happy and she gets it. She does. (laughs) She doesn't get Ross but she gets Captain Sandy. Ross is blind. They have dinner. Ben is smitten and Ross is drinking for all of the UK. <laughs> He's 
<laughs> he is. Mm-hmm. Haley's saying Camille is getting a bit confused about if she's a guest or a worker. But Haley was really lovely with Camille at this dinner party because she said you can't change how people do things, but you can change how you react. And she was really calm and just really lovely with her. And I think she needed that at that moment because yeah. Camille was like spiraling. And Haley says that um, yachting is like a floating prison. Yeah, and Camille hasn't figured it out yet. <laughs> <laughs> They're heading home. Did you see Tony's got his takeaway chocolate cake in the car? I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting in the back. Everyone else is either passing or, you know, blind. And he's just sitting there eating his chocolate cake. I'm like, I want to be Tony. So Tony's enjoying his chocolate cake. They head back to the boat. Freya's is like, I'm off to bed. And Ben and Ross hit, actually slip into the spa. They both slip into the spa. Ben's in his budgie smugglers. Yeah, making out with Camille. And then Ross, ill, slides over and tries to start making out with Camille. He he pulls her onto him to straddle him. Yes. In front of Ben. And Katie. And Katie. And Katie just says, uh, that's inappropriate. Did you see how beautiful Ben handled that? Yes. He completely took Ross under his wing and said, you're not okay. I'm not leaving you alone. I'm going to take care of you. And he basically put him to bed. Yeah. Again, can we, we, can we blow some more smoke up Ben's ass? <laughs> oh, yes, please. <laughs> Katie's in her cabin crying. Because Ross is a dick and can't control himself. No. And she's starting to see the real Ross, that he has a problem with keeping his hands to himself. I mean, shock, Katie. If he has to wank 14 times a day, that hand, those hands must be <laughs> we, time. We've already gone over <laughs> how much time that would have taken. At 14 minutes. <laughs> so what happens next is beyond me. Poor Tony, because oh. um, what does he wake up to in the middle of the night? Banging, bonking, rocking. On the top bunk. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all night. Yeah. Poor Tony. I think I've said that about four times. And in the morning, he says, Guys, just if you want to have sex, let me know and I'll just go somewhere else. Yeah, for, for the love I don't of need God. To hear it all night. <laughs> Camille comes in and does that walk of shame through the kitchen. Yeah. She loves it. Mm-hmm. Everyone's really hungover. And Ben pulls Ross up on his behaviour and he really clearly says, look, mate, you're out of line, you need to apologise. He says you were a little aggressive last night. Yeah. I like it. And you need to apologise. Yeah. And this is who you need to apologise to. He's got to go on an apology tour now. And he's lucky that he's got – he's lucky that he was with Ben, actually. Oh, my God. Could have been a lot worse. Oh, yes. So Katie and Camille are first on the big apology tour. They handled it really well. They were like, yeah, it's all good, hug it out. So that was kind of nice. Yep. They forgive and move on. Fraser and Haley are in the stew pantry and he asks where her head's at and she says slightly up my vagina, actually. Yeah. Alyssa calls Camille over the radio and asks her where she wants the chilled verve. She doesn't answer. Alyssa calls her again and she says, just wait a second. Mm. <sighs> Captain Sandy immediately asks her to the bridge. Copy. <laughs> I mean, that's all she's got to say. She's had a lot of conversations with her and she doesn't want her to have any more pushback. She doesn't want to hear it anymore. She's giving her this last charter to prove it. Prove it or you're out. Yeah. Fraser's called to the bridge and Captain Sandy explains that that's what she's spoken to Camille about. He's so relieved. Finally, someone's come up with a plan and it wasn't him. (laughs) Because his plan was just going to pop in his head. Yeah. 
And he goes, okay, I'm, yeah, I'm quite happy with that. I'm happy with my team of three. Like, he's already like, Camille is gone. This is where I got really upset for Camille. I just looked at her and I'm Spiraling. like, your mental health has declined rapidly yeah. just in this charter. And she's bawling in the guest count because she knows that she's upset Captain Sandy and that's really upset her, I think. Alyssa creeps in and starts making the bed. It's weird. She doesn't leave. Like, she can see that she's really upset. So just leave. Leave her to have that moment. She doesn't, does she? No. She fucking stays there just to get get this intel, to get this gossip, to get this moment. Well, she's having a breakdown and she's like, I'm working here, man. I'm working. Like, ruthless. I'm not leaving. She really, I really felt for Camille then. She needed space. She definitely didn't need Alyssa in that room. She needed a hug. And if I was there, I would have given her one. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. So next week, Camille is about to implode, explode all the plodes. Will Captain Sandy fire Camille? And some new charter guests arrive and they have a hooker with them. Oh, sorry, a hooker <laughs> with them. Stay tuned. Bye for now. See ya. Bye. If you'd like to follow us on Insta, come over to theafdeck.pod. Or send us an email on theafdeckpod at gmail.com. We'd love to know what you think about the show and what you'd like us to cover for upcoming seasons. See you all next week.